When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. podcast where you get real advice straight from the source. I'm Kristen Carney, a comedian and your host here, of course, with Marnie Kinra. She is a best-selling author. Check her out on winggirlmethod.com. Um, we have a really cool show coming up. We have a lot, a lot of people on uh, today, but before I introduce them, I just want to remind you guys to uh, donate to my Indiegogo campaign um, for um, just look on my social media at uh, friends, quote unquote. Um, you'll find me on Twitter uh, at Kristen Carney or on my Facebook, uh, Kristen L. Carney. But um, and I really, 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 really appreciate it. Um, but we have uh, the first half of the show. We have Nikki Goldstein, who's a sexologist and relationship expert in from Australia. Um, and uh, before I introduce her, um, I just want to say we also have Sarah Tiana, who's a super funny um, comedian on the second half, along with Daniel Scott, who's just mm-hmm. like an everyday dude, you said? Yep. Cool. Just a guy. We need every dude, everyday dudes. Yeah. Perfect. So Nikki is here from Australia, and she is... Um, super popular um, sexologist in Australia and I'm sure over here as well but what I find most fascinating is that you are Jewish and also from Australia and I find that there probably aren't many Jewish people in Australia yeah I think that's a perception people have they're like oh so is it all like five of you like, yeah. well we have a small there's a pretty big Jewish population I, mean, I love it in comparison to over here where I find everyone thinks I'm related to someone in the movie industry which is kind of great like what Goldstein are you related to uh, back home we're still a decent population yeah, but like, you should yeah. just have a Long Island accent with your last name and your look you yeah. know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> well I always say you know when you when you're going under the title Dr. Goldstein like you don't have to marry a Jewish doctor you just need to become one yeah absolutely <laughs> totally I love so, that yeah. what's well, okay so are, are you single well I'm I call it single but dating um, and that was actually the title of a book I wrote because mm. through most of my well, the last five years of my life, I've gone in and out of relationships, but I've also been in situations where, you know, I'm dating someone, but I'm not exactly off the market. It's not a serious relationship. We're getting to know each other. And I thought, well, when someone actually asks you, like, are you single? You're like, well, I don't call him my boyfriend, but don't pity me if I tell you I'm single and you think I'm sitting at home waiting for the phone to ring. And I kind of coined that term single, but dating because I'm still available, but I still have people in my life that I'm dating and I'm having a lot of fun. And it was just trying to take away that negative stigma. Yeah. May turn into a relationship. It may not. But I feel that we dive into relationships too quickly. It's like we're trying to test if it's going to be a marriage and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, why can't we just get to know somebody and just spend some time dating them? But I don't think as women we should necessarily be off the market during that period. How do you approach that with the guy to say that you're single but dating? Because that to me, it, sometimes it seems like there's pressure to all of a sudden not be single anymore when you're dating. Well, I think, you know, there's been situations where obviously you have that conversation of, are we dating other people? You know, should this be more serious? But I feel like in general these days when you start dating, you just have to assume that everyone is dating someone else. And mm-hmm. that definitely seems to be um, the landscape. When you look at a lot of apps and how we are dating, I think we'd be naive to go in thinking that from first date, They've got no one else in their lives. Right. So I kind of feel like until you have that conversation, it's an assumption. 
if you really feel like you want to get serious with somebody or you just want to be with them, that's the point where you do need to just flag it and just say, you know what, this is how I'm feeling. How's that sitting with you? And at that point, you'll either work out if someone wants to be monogamous with you, they'll respond to that. Or maybe they don't believe in monogamy and you've got to deal with... And you've got a winner. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, can you, you know, is is this the right situation? Can you be with someone who will continue to date other people? Right. How how long do you typically date without what was the term here? single but dating single but like how, how long do you do you participate in this before? i would say that it's it's too long like sometimes it's just a few months because i think i'm getting to that point in my life where i'm going to overall the crazy and i quite enjoy intimacy and connections and things like that so i see this kind of as a bit of a like fun trial period let's just see if there is a connection I I don't know where my relationships are going to end up, but I'm not one of those people that thinks that I want to be in a relationship with multiple people. I like being in a relationship with one person. So I think at some stage you've got to go, okay, am I just wasting time here or is this something that I want to take to the next level? And how do you decide that? How do you decide it's somebody that you want to take to the next level? I think you know in your gut. You know, like if you if you are going behavior-wise to a monogamous relationship and sometimes I believe that I end up doing the things that I want to be doing. Um, so, you know, if I'm dating someone and then all of a sudden we're spending a lot of time together and we're, we're seeing other, you know, seeing each other a lot and I'm not actually seeing anybody else or not even tempted to, I kind of go, all right, my body and my mind is actually telling me that I'm really into this person and I'm so content and connected with them that I don't need anyone else in my life. So if I'm dating somebody and I still feel like I'm on the market and, you know, two months go right, by, three months go by, you go, okay, they're a great person. I've had fun dating them, but this isn't necessarily the person that I want to be in a longer term relationship right. with. And so do you bring up the conversation? Yeah, I know. I mean, it works either ways. You know, I think sometimes other people pick up on it as well. You know, sometimes a guy will say to you, I, I'm terrible. I sometimes prefer the guy to break up with me because I don't like to don't Yeah, like you don't want to do that. It's hard. I'm like, I want you to see that it's not working so we can have that Oh, let's talk more about this. So what do you yeah. do to show him it's not working, but in a way, well, tell me what you do. I feel like, what are I, your I, feel like I pull away a bit. Um, and trying to give that that notion. I mean, it can backfire on you because we all know when you pull away a bit, they kind of come running yeah. a little bit harder. Yeah. But, you know, like I was dating one person where I just wasn't, I don't think I was really present there. You know, I would catch up with him every so often, but I wasn't running to his beck and call. I wasn't really even maybe giving in sexually as well. I was like, yeah. And, and I think he eventually got the the idea that, this wasn't something that was going to work. I mean, sometimes I have been in situations where I know completely the guy's an absolute douchebag and you've got to get rid of him. But it's really hard when you're dating a nice guy and you know that it's not going to be a longer-term relationship. But it's hard because you think, well, you're a nice guy. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to lead you on. But I feel like... Instead, I'll crush you like, like a little bug. It's like killing a little puppy. <laughs> Just it pull away. It's terrible. And yeah. I, at the same time, I... I don't know what the word is. I feel like I'm the equivalent of a feminist to men. Like I understand them and I, I empathize with them a lot and I would never want You're to like crush Marnie. someone's ego. I would yeah. love to be able to go. It's not even in a mean way. It's like if they say to me, okay, I realize it's not working. I feel like I can handle it because I know it's not working, but I would rather them be the ones that feels that they've made the decision Definitely. and kind of keep their ego intact. Cause we, us women destroy men's egos these days. Like we're mm-hmm. these alpha females. We're you know more empowered. We're stronger. And at some point, guys are really scratching their head out of, out of how do you maintain masculinity when we're really taking the reins. So yeah. we've got to be a little bit you know a little bit more. I think 
it's kind of manipulation, but in a way it's just we can control with being... Well, it's almost like putting food out for a squirrel and he thinks he found it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. So so basically what you start to do is just trail off and pull away. Yes. Yes. Okay, yes. so this is the subtle sign that it's not working. Has there ever been a guy who you have done this to who... Comes back who, with a machine gun. Right. And sh- no. Yes. <laughs> no. Has there ever been a guy who has changed your opinion of him by the way that he responded during that time? Uh, no, I think I've pretty much got a, a good gut instinct. And I think you date for long enough, you realize the difference between, you know, healthy and toxic relationships, what's working, what isn't working. So normally when I decide something's not right, I'm not one of those people that goes running back for more. Um, and I think that's the strength in being hashtag single but dating is, you know, have a period in your life where you get to date lots of people. So you work that out because the worst thing I think for a girl is when she breaks up with a guy and then she's running back. She's and running like, back. Oh, but hang on. And then she breaks up with him again. It's like, learn, learn what's right or wrong. That's actually interesting because the last show we talked about uh, hashtag um, that women are using called um, like, like waste his time. Waste his time. Yeah, 2006. I think that's really mean. Yours is like a more polite I mean, it's not the same thing at all, yeah. but it's like yours is a more polite hashtag, like single but dating. Like I'm not screwing you over, but I'm also living my life as yeah. a single woman, uh, single woman who's independent. So yeah. it's like a much more polite. And version. it keeps guys on their toes because I think one of the biggest mistakes women make is that makes them look taller on their toes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, some people go first date. Okay, we're off the market, and you're in a monogamous relationship. Well, you know, we tend to sometimes go a little bit crazy when we're first dating someone, and it's that kind of obsessive. We're waiting for him to call back. You know, why isn't he spending? time with me all that kind of stuff if we were all single but dating in the beginning and you may be dating someone else you're living your life and you may be so distracted because you're dating someone else as well that you're not sitting you know sitting there waiting for him to return your call or message when the message comes through you're like oh that's nice but you're not turning him onto those crazy obsessive obsessive women who are like why isn't he calling me back why isn't he texting me so I do think it's healthy but I think the problem is at some point you've got to decide Yes what happens, no. though, if the woman thinks he is the one? Well, then you've got to be a, a little bit more open and honest and have those conversations. Because if you are the type of girl that goes, okay, I'm going to date and I only want to date one person and I don't want to you know, be doing all this multiple dating things and I'm not on apps, you've got to make that really clear. And that's the thing in, in relationships when we first start going out with people. I don't think that we're honest enough about what our intentions are and it doesn't have to be like oh so do you want to get married one day like those can be really intimidating things to start off with but maybe there's a subtle way of sneaking in a conversation you know I'm not the type of girl that I'm not the type of guy that likes to date more than one person just so the other person knows where your headspace is at because then if we assume then you get to that point you're like oh that's what you were doing I was doing something completely different and then maybe some of the hurt is already done so just be a little bit more open about the direction of how you want to date so someone else knows what, what they're getting expecting. into. Yeah. I have one more question before we get to some of the questions from our listeners. So you were talking about like you got to a certain point where you realized something wasn't working. What does that mean? Like what weren't you getting? What weren't you feeling? What was it that you were looking for to continue on with that relationship? I think when I don't feel satisfied and when I feel content and satisfied in a relationship, my blinkers are on. I'm totally off the market and it's not even a choice. It's just it starts to happen and I feel you know, happy and content with someone. I'm a big one for passion and intimacy. So when things like that start to develop in a relationship, that's when I know that it's right. I feel that, you know, I'm not very dismissive of people. I think that's one of the worst things about apps is, you know, we're totally dismissive of these people that could be really amazing. So I like to get to know someone and I'll give them a chance. And I think, well, let's go out. 
let's see if there's something there because we all know that you know intimacy and connection love are things that can develop as well so I kind of give them that period and I'm like let's see if there's something that can actually happen from here or if feelings develop or I end up in that position where I'm really happy if after a few months that hasn't actually happen then you go okay it's not right but then also that depends on what you hold as a successful relationship so that's what I hold as a successful relationship but then someone else might hold different values so at some point you've got to be really clear about what it is that you think makes a relationship work because if you don't work that out you're going to be that person that's constantly lily ponding and just jumping from one to the other because how do you know if something's right if you haven't worked that stuff out for yourself first right so you're saying continuously throughout this one to three month process let's say for example um you are trying to see whether or not this person is potentially a good partner for you long term so like are there things that certain men have done to disappoint that vision or is it just something that's not clicking? I want to I want to give the guys who are listening to this show not more of a concrete answer because I know it's difficult yeah. because as women it, it really is just in your gut sometimes. Yeah. But I want I want them to have a basic understanding because they'll go on several dates or they'll date a woman for them for a month and they're like we're connected we're having a great time she's going out with me we make out we sleep with each other we talk on the phone we text for them that that's the path that they're going down that something is working and that there's chemistry but on the other end what happens I mean, this happens for men too but it happens for women a lot where she's participating in this and can enjoy what's going on but not feeling it at that next level so can you maybe speak to that a little bit and maybe try and give some insight into what what's going on well i feel like women these days are very capable of false intimacy And it's really confusing for guys because we appear that we're there and we appear that we like them. But I think you've got to look for those subtle hints. You know, if you think she's a little distracted, if you feel like she's not quite present, then that to me would be the indicator that there's a bit of false intimacy going on. She's trying you on. You know, it's like, let's try something before we're going to buy it. She's putting the effort in. She's kind of like, yeah, okay, let's see if this works for a relationship. But there's always going to be a part of her that either still has her eye on the market, that isn't with you 100%. Like if she's a little bit distant, she's got plans. If she's not being clear about those plans. So if she's like, oh, yeah, I'm catching up with friends. If she's turning around to you going, I'm catching up with, you know, Betty or whatever. Right. You know, her, like there's her, a gra- her grandmother. Or a grandmother. I'm going home. <laughs> her grandmother, Betty. If there's that little bit of space where it's like she could be, something else could be going on, that's where I'd say she's a bit distracted. And that's okay if that's what you're, want, you know, you're wanting, but then know that she's still on the market. So maybe you should be as well. If you feel that you're like, no, my emotions are really there. I really want to be with this woman. And you suspect that she's a little bit distracted and still out there. It's not a matter of her necessarily cheating on you. It just might mean that you haven't actually had that conversation about your intentions. She might think that you're not serious until you actually say to her, you know what? I really, I'm really into you and I really want to pursue something more serious with her. You might might get that bit of distraction back from her if you make that clear because often women are like well we don't know what he wants he doesn't know what we want so we're still going to be out there so it's I think you know look for those little subtle hints of maybe her mind isn't quite present maybe she still has gaps in her life where you can't put the pieces of the puzzle together but maybe consider that she's also not so sure that you're in it as well have you told her that she's the only person that you're dating or the only person that you want to date and that you do want to pursue something with her. Because if you haven't, she still will be on the market. Great answer. Have you had any guys do that to you? Yeah, I have. And at that point, I've had to kind of go, well, I, you know, I've got to be honest, I just don't think I'm 
you know, I don't feel the same way about you that you feel about me. And I hate that because the thing is, I, I don't believe that I date douchebags. I mean, there's the odd occasional one in there, but I think at this stage in my life, I've got a really good um, eye for, for nice men and I've dated some amazing men, but they're just not ones I want to be in a long-term relationship with. And it's like, that's the Mr. Good Guy. And I hate having to let go of the Mr. Right. Good Guy. And, and that's why I always try and make sure that his, you know, his ego is intact because I think you're a great guy and some other girl will be able to really appreciate you. But I don't want to be the girl that turns you into the bitter, twisted, you know, thinking that all, all chicks are, are bitches kind of thing. So. Right. But he's thinking, what am I going to have to do to make the other girl like me the way that you didn't? Um. Some guys, but I think other guys, when they just get it, like we're not all put on this planet to be in a relationship with. We're not all put on this planet to fall in love with each other. So I think there's some guys that go, okay, well, what have I done? You know, what haven't I done here that I've got to do somewhere else? But I think some guys are like, okay, she wasn't into me. And her not being into me is not anything that you've done wrong. This is just the natural makeup of life. So um, I, I have a friend and he is like the nicest guy ever. And he is probably on the scale of like a one to 10 in attractiveness. He's probably like a six. He's tall, but he's not like super handsome, but he's so nice. And I know he's like a good first date guy and he's not ever really consistently with a girlfriend, what can he do to make him like, cause I, I was saying this the other day, I was saying like, Oh, cause he, I guarantee he goes out on so many like Tinder dates and a girl will go out with them and she'll be like, Oh my God, he was such a nice guy, but then has no interest in, no interest in going on a second date with him. What could he do to go on a second, to get the second date or to be perceived as more than just the nice guy. It sounds to me like he's the byproduct of this modern dating society and that's, you know, distracted and disposable. And if he's going on all these multiple Tinder dates, he's probably on the date still a little bit distracted. So if he's there and women pick up on that, if we know that your Tinder is still active and why we're at dinner, we're not going to take you too seriously. Well, I think it's active no. because he's not getting, he's not getting then that's what the interest first, of the second date. The dates. chicken or the egg. So you know, my advice to him is be more present on your first date and be a little bit more well, aggressive. I think he's too present. I think that's his problem. Cause like if you have, if, if he came in here, you'd be like, Oh my God, he's so, every time I see him, he's like, how are you? What are you doing lately? Um, you know, he asks me so like, he knows everything that I told him the last time and he's so present and he's so nice, but it's almost like the nice that you can ignore. You know what I mean? And so I'm not, I don't want him to be more. Is he picking the wrong women? Because like, I think women get to this stage, you know, we used to go for a bad boy and I'm thinking, hey, I would love a guy who's like that because I think, you know, you want someone who's present and all that, but I would really question what kind of women is he going on a, on a date with? Because if he is really nice and he, if he is really present, we're assuming that, you know, he's not distracted on dates and, you know, he's asking them what's, what's going on on their own lives then what kind of criteria is he looking for in a partner? Yeah, because often yeah. that is actually the deterrent as to why things don't... <laughs> it's what happens funny. to a lot of guys who are on dates is they forget about themselves. their goals and yeah. themselves. They're trying to fit into whatever they think this woman sitting in front of them wants. Yeah. So they turn into polite, um, agreeable, women bland the versions thing. of themselves. Yeah. And, and, and nobody likes to hear 
not, not that they're getting everything that they want in front of them, but it's like if you're not offering anything to the conversation. Show me you, not the idea yeah. of you. Absolutely. Well, it's funny because the last. Or the idea of what you think I will like yeah. Yeah. as a version of but me. But we all want a bit of reality these days. There was yeah. an article I read that was recent that came in Australia and it was like the things that you shouldn't do in new relationships the first six months. And they were like, a girl shouldn't do a number two and she wouldn't burp and she should. And everyone was uproaring and they're like, that's not reality. Yeah. Like I'm not suggesting you go on a first date and you just kind of. Hold in you your know, shit for yeah. some like super bloated he won't want to look at a bloated but it's like i think we're beyond that level of this perfect perception and you know we need to be polite and have manners but when you're on a date with someone you want to see who they a bit of who they really are because that's going to be the intrigue to take you on a second date i always think the first date i don't have to necessarily be attracted to someone it's intrigued by them if i'm left knowing more about them that's when i'll go on a second date at that point i still might not have made up my mind of like whether i'm into you but do I want to know if I'm into you or not? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, what I know about this kid specifically is behind we should have him on. closed doors. I know yeah, I thought bring about him that. Bring him in now. <laughs> behind closed doors, he's super funny. Yeah. But it's like... I, I bet you he's he, not on his dates. No, I guarantee I bet you he holds he's, it back. So he's, maybe yeah. he's too censored. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that, that's the thing is you got to find that balance between we all have a bit of a wall up on a first date, but we also need to show a bit of our personality and show, you know, what is it that you would be getting if you would continue to date me? Right. Yeah. yeah, I have one, I have one question before okay. we go to our break. Okay, can you tell me what it is that you're looking for in a partner that you haven't been able to find? I'd say I'd nearly found it at the moment, um, which mm-hmm. is like a massive I'm thing. I'm not dating anymore. I know. My mother's like, something's going on in your life. And I'm one of those people, like, when I really find something, I don't, like, I stay tight-lipped. But I do really think that it's, you know, it's intimacy and love. And for me, you know, being a nice Jewish girl, you get a lot of pressure to this is the kind of criteria you should date. Yeah. And then, you know, I've done that a lot and I've ended up very not happy. And then I found someone who's not the cookie-cutter criteria that I should be looking for. And I'm aesthetically yeah, happy. Black Catholics, go for it. Yeah, exactly. She's Jewish. That's, that's what she married. But that's it. Like, if you're happy, you're happy, no matter who you end up in a relationship with. Because I have a lot of friends who did do the right thing, in inverted commas, and have ended up really miserable later on in life. And I think mm-hmm. I'm going to follow in my heart. And if love is really, if it's meant to be, you'll get through all the obstacles and all the bumps in the road. But I just think I... Is that I what that you're passion. noticing with the person that you are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you have passion and intimacy... You work it out together. I think it's harder when you start off where you're just kind of someone is comfortable and familiar and it's what you should be doing and then these obstacles come along and the biggest thing I'm seeing, you know, people get married and they have small children and that's quite, can be stressful for a lot of people and the marriage will break down. If you've got that that solid connection, what will make Based a relationship? Because you, cause you were saying uh, as long as you have that passion there because it's, it's funny that most people would advise against that. If you have passion, like get the hell away from that person because <laughs> You'll that's blinding for yeah. a very long because you don't work on the essential things. So what are some of the things that help you have that connection? I want I want to hear some values that of what you're looking for. Well, when I talk about passion, I talk about you know passionate love and that's very yeah. different to lust and love and I think that's what we're talking about is when we look at basing a relationship on lust alone, you know, that can be really damaging but there's a fantastic rabbi, Rabbi Shmuley, that I love all his books and he always <laughs> talks about, you know, kosher lust. Lust is of something course, in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> I was on his show. He Shmuley. just yelled at us I, the entire I, time. I love him. Oh, but really? I, you know who he is? Yeah. yeah when oh, I first started yeah. my business, he, he was so sweet when we were off the air and then he's like, I'm going to yell at you when we're on the air. I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> and I was like 24 at the time, just started my business. And he's like, I hate what you're doing. So, I was like, oh, I'm so, I'm not offended. Oh, Sorry. Well, I'm a sexologist and he still speaks to me. So it's all good. Oh, that's but, awesome. But, you know, teaching lust in a relationship but you all obviously need to have other things like you know communication common interest there are all sorts of things that I think make up 
you know, make up the pie of a relationship. But then that's going to depend on what works for a relationship for you. So for me, I know that I need passionate love. I need communication. I need somebody that we makes me happy. We would never work out, you and yeah. I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's good that we're not dating. But then there are other people that might go, you know, what's really important to me is I want the traditional family with the right religion and all that kind of stuff. So that's where it's about being clear about what will work for a relationship for you. And this is what I call the should do curse. Don't base a relationship based on all the things that you've been brought up and you just accept them as gospel. You go, okay, this is how I should base my relationship because my religion, my upbringing, you know, the society around me taught me I should. Take the time to work out what are the things that go into, you know, it's your relationship toolbox. What are the things that you need to make you happy? So Mm -hmm. at the age of 30 and and dating and being in relationships and some long-term, some short-term, I know I need somebody that I'm passionately connected with, that I love, that I look up to, that I respect, but also that I feel that is my partner and that no matter what gets thrown at us, we'll tackle it together. And that's, you know, trial and testing that. And that's what I feel that will make a relationship survive. Perfect. Oh, I love All it. All right. Well, we are going to go to a break and we'll be, blah, 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 blah. We'll be back. <laughs> I can't speak with our other two guests, Daniel Scott and Sarah Tiana after this. Hey, I'm Miyoko. You missed play with me last week? What? Well, here's what you missed. Like on Tinder or whatever, dating site. Perfect uh, example. Hello. I mean, I could literally match it. It's like I have to delete. It's like when I get to 50 matchups, <laughs> I go right. through and delete some, right? Right. Okay, because I get bored. Wow. But okay. That, can I play on your phone? Yes. <laughs> of course you can. I have like 150 <laughs> matches that I haven't even talked to they, they match. You match with somebody and... There are so many of them that you'll never speak to. Right. And they post pictures and funny things and you go, oh, I like your moment, whatever. It's really boring. But anyway, until you get so bored with that, that you delete them. But there are those other ones that you start conversations with. You'll never meet them. But there's that playfulness that you're like, oh. And And it's just fun to be somebody that you're not necessarily. Exactly. And you can totally be yourself or you can totally put on some show and like create that person that they're kind of looking for and get them intrigued and mm-hmm. that's like they're and like then drop the bomb you're like i'm not blonde I'm not <laughs> <laughs> listen to the rest of this episode of play with me on playboyradio.com okay hey guys uh we're back <laughs> and um we're gonna do questions but before we do um we just want to intro our guests we have sarah tiana who's a Hello. super funny comedian oh we'll thank see. you we'll see. yeah we'll see yeah yeah take your time <laughs> don't jump up <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, we also have Daniel Scott, who's Marnie said a regular dude. So you are. That's me. Which I'm is the biggest completely credit, regular. That's the biggest credit we've had on the show. But he does so. work with a lot of unregular dudes in my industry. I know a lot of unregular people. Yes. You know, let's say that. Yes, so for sure. But you work with David Jade and Brad P. Brad P. Will be on our show Who are next week, weeks. I think. Hopefully, so they're All in my well. world. So like dating experts, they coach men. Brad P. Uh, I don't know. He won. They're regulars from what I, yeah. Yeah. It's more than I can say about myself. Yeah. (laughs) But anyway, you're a regular guy and you were concerned about that before coming on the show. You're like, I'm just a regular person. Well, you know, I, I just wanted, you know, I wasn't sure what you guys were looking for because of who I work with and everything and thought you may think that I was a lot more, um, interesting. (laughs) All those things, all those things and more, you know. Yeah. Um, than I was. So Wait, I so do you to... work in the relationship? Yeah, in in the relationship market, yeah. Okay. Uh, we do a lot of uh, online publishing and um, mostly towards men. You know, we don't have a lot of uh, products geared towards women for who That's I good, work to. because men make more money, so you're going to make more money. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, <laughs> no, actually, I think actually the, the women's more... market is bigger. It's much nowadays. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It exploded a few years ago, mm-hmm. so... 
People figured out how to tap into it. Anyway, you are a regular guy, and I'm very happy that you're here. Cause Glad you to be here. Regular responses, which is great. So, so are I, you, I'm ooh. sorry. Are you dating? Do you date? Are you dating right now? Do you uh, have a boyfriend? I do not have a boyfriend. No, I'm still. I don't really like to say that I'm single because I feel like I'm too old to be called. I prefer to be called sexually active. Huh? <laughs> single yeah, single but dating. Yeah, but I never. I don't really meet that many people who are very interesting. Yeah. You know, dating in Los Angeles is like living in an elementary school. And then you're like trying to date a senior. You're like, oh my God, nobody can read here. It's very difficult. Plus, if you're a successful woman, that's not, that's a little intimidating, I guess. Mm -hmm. For sure. That's why it's good for me to date here. Mm -hmm. Not a successful woman. I'm very attractive. (laughs) Pounce on all the time. Okay, so we're going to read some questions from our listeners. I hope you're well. I had a question I wanted to ask. I recently met a guy who really gets on with me when he wants to have a laugh. He starts making fun of my face, my ditzy habits. It's always the same thing over and over again. It's rarely a new thing. (laughs) Is he just having a laugh? Or is this something I need to seriously talk to him about before it becomes a habit? What does this mean? When he's loved up, he's totally into me, and I see it, but can't seem to figure out this random change. What are your thoughts? Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks, Sharon. Charon. Charon. Is, from, is that know. Australia speak? Like when he's having a on laugh and having a laugh? And I've never is that British? British. I, had, I, I think British. it's British. Okay. Yeah, there was uh, Ricky Gervais had a character who was always like, you know, you're having a laugh. And yeah, yeah. So. Uh, as someone that roasts people for a living, I would take it as like a huge sign of love that me if he too. was making fun of me. Like I, as, as long as she's making fun of him back, if it's only one-sided, then it's kind of weird. But like, that's like the biggest term of endearment. If I feel so comfortable with you that I can make fun of you and you still like me back, mm-hmm. to me, that's the essence of friendship and yeah. friendship is the beginning of any great relationship. So yeah, I agree that's how you. I feel. Yeah, and My, my the, husband is annoying and is sarcastic with me all the time. Yeah. And yeah, it's when he loves I me. I don't love you if I don't make fun of you. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's what he says to people. Yeah. Because like my, my husband can be quite attacking on some mm-hmm. people because he'll poke fun at them. But I'll say to them afterwards, it's because he likes you and he feels yeah. comfortable doing that. Yeah. So Something I would like say. School ground, or they used to say little cutes like, you know, he's picking on you who actually likes you. I don't mm-hmm. think we grow out of that. No. Mm-hmm. It's always somewhere in our hearts. Like the guy that's kind of, you know, teasing you is the guy that actually has a crush on you. It's funny, yeah. though, the way she phrased it. Because she said, when he's picking on my face, like he'll pick on my face. But it's just kind of funny. Like, do you have a really ugly face? Like, but, why is he always picking on your but face? But it's also like if it is something that is like super, if, it, if you are bothered by it and he continues to do it. Like if, it's like you, your husband, like Marnie knows like that one thing that he can't dig on you about you know and whenever like you're roasting as a comic like I know one line that I can't cross as long as he's not crossing that line with her but if that is her line then she needs to say this is my line make fun of something else (laughs) really is that how she would say it to say like I would say like this is I don't I don't like maybe I'm a little self-conscious about my face and then if she brings that up and then he could be like no I think your face is beautiful that's why I'm saying that then they're actually having a conversation and she's probably gonna get way more compliments out of it yeah for sure (laughs) what do you think Nikki yeah I I agree with you because my partner well an ex-partner used to always kind of have a dig and then there was that one thing that he'd you know when you're a bit PMS and you're a bit emotional and they have a dig and it's like a knife and you snap around because you take Mm -hmm. it seriously so I think it's boundaries Mm -hmm. you know like have fun but know where someone else's boundaries are and I think as a woman if you are having, you know, a bit of a bad time, make sure you actually express where your boundaries are. Same thing with a guy. Like I once paid a guy out about a lack of no hair up top and <laughs> woo, <Yeah>. okay, <laughs> speak to me for a yeah, while. And I thought be. we were just having a joke. So obviously you're not going to find out where those boundaries are until sometimes you cross them. Mm-hmm. But you do have to consider you're going to have a bit of a tease. But are they going to take this personally? Because when you do cross that line, like he didn't speak to me for a few weeks and I get it. 
I didn't know that it was such a sensitive issue. I thought we could just have fun with it. So you've right. got to be careful and, and balance it, but express where those limits are. Learn and adapt. Yeah. Okay. Here's the next question. Uh, <laughs> hey, Marnie, I am currently reading your book and I think it's awesome. Recently, I met a beautiful girl on Tinder. We started texting each other and it was pretty great. We dated a few times and I swear the interaction, body language and everything was just awesome. We live one hour away from each other and we both have really busy schedules. Our conversation over text started to become different. She was awesome when we were together but on the phone was a different story sometimes i texted her and she only said that she didn't feel like talking she told me she was depressed and didn't know it was going through her head i acted like an idiot and started texting her a lot to see if i could help her she told me i was perfect and a great guy but she didn't know what was going on with her and she didn't know what she wanted anymore now i see that i was looking needy and she probably got tired of all of this it's been a week since the last time we talked now I'm focusing on my training and my personal projects but I kind of miss our conversations I don't want to be the one texting her though I know I'm an awesome guy who deserves the best I'm fucking good looking funny and smart hard worker and ambitious even though money has never been my motivation I have different goals in my life I think my mistake is being too nice and I give women too much attention too fast anyways I don't know what should I do about her? I would really appreciate your advice. Thanks again, George. Do you well, what are your thoughts? Let's yeah, hear. Let's hear the you boy. know, I'll, I'll weigh in on this because uh, my wife and I were long distance for quite a while before she was my wife. You know, um, and it was a thirty-one hour trip each way, not just an hour. Um, Sounds lovely to me. <laughs> I get sick of people so quickly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's very difficult. Um, when we're around someone, when we're face to face with them, when we're interacting with them. It's, you know, it can be a little like a drug and then you take that away and you kind of get this come down. You know, there's not, you don't have this, um, you don't have that, that feeling anymore. And it can be very difficult if you are long distance and you're having those kinds of scheduling conflicts because she's probably, my guess, um, she's feeling a little bit depressed not having you around i mean when you're there it's great and then you go away and she feels depressed and that's a very painful thing for her so she's trying to figure out what she wants because what she wants is to be with you have you there but she can't necessarily do that because you guys have different schedules so it's a very mm -hmm. she wants something she can't necessarily have and she's probably trying to figure out the next best thing but also don't you think that texting is like such a detached form of conversation. Yeah, it certainly can be. And it can, there's so much subtext and you can, you can infer so much about what someone's saying through a text. And like, I feel like texting for me personally, I've dated people from long distance and I'm like, if we're not talking on the phone or Skyping or FaceTiming or whatever, I have no connection to you. To me, a text does not mm -hmm. show any sort of connection. Like it, mm -hmm. to me, it's for logistical purposes and to check in. Yeah. But like, if you're just going to send, I'm not having, it's so difficult to have a conversation over text. It takes so yeah. much time and effort. It becomes frustrating as a woman because also we have so much to say mm -hmm. and <laughs> then we, we have to like constantly like edit and like change it and like oh and, you know like as a woman you have so much going through your mind as a man you guys are like so linear like you Careful. just have like one thing no offense <laughs> but our brains work differently like my brain is a multitasker and sure. so you know as i'm texting it's just so difficult to concentrate on you and a it feels like two separate things that I'm doing. It feels like two separate people that I'm dating, if that makes any sense. Yeah. So, yeah. What, so what do you think is going on with her? Do you think that she's just uninterested in him? I think the texting made her yeah. disinterested. 
really? think she's not into it sounds like she's not into him in general because if you're starting off you know those texting conversations just like you're saying if you're texting someone you're a bit distant so she's going I don't know if I want and I don't know if mm-hmm. I have feel I kind of feel like you know there's a safety to having these texting relationships and they're like fake yeah. online relationships that give us a certain element of intimacy that we all like we all have that person that we can go to on our phone we can text sweet things or whatever and it makes us feel nice because we know there's someone else there it might and it mm-hmm. works well with long distance because mm-hmm. we don't have to be present with them we know they're somewhere else in the world but when we can't make that next step to actually calling and giving them a definitive answer i would go she's not into you she likes the idea of this you know online fake relationship well because she gets some form of security validation mm-hmm. it's a nice feeling but she's kind of jerking you around a bit. I feel mm-hmm. like if you are a great guy and, and all this, you probably miss her because she represented certain things that you want in a girl. Maybe you miss her because you miss also that safety of that kind of fake relationship that well, you thought you had. It's who you've invested in. Yeah. So it means yeah. that you're like, okay, I've invested in you. Now work out, goddammit. So yeah. he, he wants to get a return on his investment. But, but even is like, he making, what kind of effort is he making besides the texting? That's what I would be I, interested in. I think the texting knowing. is also to initiate hanging out. I think he's trying to continue to hang out with her. Because yeah, he if he's trying her. to make an effort to see her and she's pushing back, then that's uh, the lost cause. Right but if he's like, if they're just communicating and not making any plans, to me, that's the most frustrating yeah. thing about dating long distance. Mm. I, I was just dating a guy in Portland and he just like oh just it was just like never and I'd be like okay well I'm gonna be in this city like do you want to come out and he's like yeah look into it and then never yeah you know and well that's exactly you know what what Nikki was talking about the beginning half of the show there's always this this slight uh, detachment that that's what you have to look for in the mm. subtle side. Well, in texting that, too, you can talk a big game. Yes, right. you don't really yeah. have to show. Oh, I miss you too. On Tinder too, Tinder yeah. is like so much about texting, and then people rarely. I I got off of it because like people never asked me out. I'm like I don't I don't have time to just sit here time and text, text you. Yeah. They just yeah. want to like yeah. have a play and then they yeah. Get this extra is just like a hobby yeah. for you. This is a game. Yeah, it's a Tetris. Friends. But the match is yeah. a validation. But I think you know we're living in that era where we used to have that saying. You know. He's just not that into you. She's just not that into you. Now I feel like it's that, you know, he, she is kind of not that into you. Because they'll be, well, they'll be that. (laughs) (laughs) That too. Well, it depends who you're dating. But, you know, some people are kind of a little bit into someone. You know, she probably likes him in the terms Mm. of, you know, she's engaging in conversation. She's still there. She doesn't like him enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. she likes the idea of him. So it's like she's not not into you completely, but she's not into you enough to give you what you need right now, which is obviously something more. Right. So what mm-hmm. does he do? What should he do? Just forget it? Move on. That Move was, on? That not even my... putting anything out I there? I think like he should a make a grand statement. effort and surprise her and see what happens when they're face-to-face. No. They only live oh, an no. hour away. If she's no, pulling away really? and he rocks up there, like if that was me and I was kind of doing my pull away and a guy rocked up and I'd be like, ah, well, how do you know <laughs> yeah, if she's agreed. really pulling away or if she's just really frustrated by his lack of in- initiative? Well, maybe he's got to be, maybe he's got to stand up and go, you know, I really like you. I want to know if something's mm. going to work here and put her on the spot. Yeah. If she yeah. responds Say, I'm to be, that. I'm going to be there yeah. Saturday. Well, yeah. Are you would, around? Or would you yeah. like me? Would yeah, you like just make me? a plan. I'll, I'll come on Saturday. I really want to make things work. Would you like me to? And if she that says way no, she's going to say yes or no. Or if yeah. she goes, oh, maybe, or oh, maybe. Yeah. No, bye. See ya. If she says my grandmother, Betty's in town. She's still interested, right? Yeah. <laughs> she's very specific. No, we were talking about that before. If, you, if She's like loose on who she's yeah. hanging out I'm with. Hanging out with I'm hanging out with friends. Yeah. That's not Is that a male you. friend? He's like, I've met you. You don't have any friends. Yeah. Like, I know you're lying. Yeah. That's always like when you're hanging, when you're going out with another guy and you use the word friends and then you use like gender neutral terminology. Yeah, right. So you're like, 
Um, yeah, they instead yeah. of he or she. Yeah. I always do that. Yeah. yeah, they are going. Yeah, I know it's always safe. I'm giving away my do. secrets. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, Oops. but I've, do, I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Give away I mean, your everybody secrets. Everybody has. No, said men and they do that. Oh, yes, because well, I have a boyfriend, sure. and so like I have other friends besides just girls, and so like I'll be in like a group, and I'll be, but I'll always say they. They. Yeah. You make him feel better. So that. like you only mm-hmm. have female friends. I say that when I'm talking about black people. Oh I'm yeah. Just oh, I don't, even say, I don't even say that. I'm yeah, like, I say it. The, no, them. That's terrible. <laughs> All right. Next question. So that was from George. So overall advice is really just like cut her loose. But also, if you do give want, her, maybe give her an op. Maybe be a little bit more affirmative. Put her on the spot. You know, ask her. Like, do you want me to come see you? You know, I would like to kind of make things work. No, not even still, do you want me to come see you. I'm Just com- say, I'm I would coming come on Saturday. Me. Are you available at this time? Because, like, that wishy-washiness is so unattractive to I mean, me. Like, just make a plan. The most sex, the sexiest thing a man can ever do is make a plan. But yeah, my, sure. show up on your doorstep. He's already pushed her away a little bit, though. What so now? It, it, my feeling is he's already kind of, like, come on a little bit strong. So if he's like, hey... I'm going to be there. That might be a little much. You know, that might be like kind of almost. Like, but it's, but it still gets territory. a firm response as to where she is. Because I, I yes. feel like if a girl's into you, she's like, oh, my yes, come over. Like that. Yes. Like, oh, my God. That'll be great. You'll be here. Yeah. Okay, amazing. Fair I would love yeah. to see you. I'll rearrange all my plans to make a plan. With but if you. she mm-hmm. doesn't like it, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I got to wash my head. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be in It's San basically Diego. saying, well, do you like me? Yes or no. That's the same thing as like, I'm going to be there Saturday. Yeah. I agree. All right. Good answers, everybody. All right. <laughs> applause for everyone. Yay. Fantastic answers. Do we get like gold stars? You do. When you walk out, I'll give <laughs> you a gold star and a Playboy magazine. Uh, let me first start off apologizing as this is going to be more of a novel than an email. Okay. Sit tight, guys. Right. There's this girl I work with. It's retail, if that helps. I've been trying to get her attention since I started working. She doesn't working. like you. You work in retail. <laughs> she does, too. Yeah. We always want She's better. We always yeah. think we're better than yeah. what we are. Yeah. Corporate ladder. <laughs> I've been trying to get her attention since I started working there nine months ago. She doesn't socialize with anyone outside of her department, and she is fully aware of her ability to turn heads. I feel like there's something because I'm the only person outside of her department that she talks to. I started hanging out with more and more people from work, and a lot of her coworkers became my drinking buddies. And we started talking uh, about me around her not to brag but I'm pretty funny and make friends very easily I think that sparked interest from her I'm at a point now where I want to escalate things but I don't want to just be another guy hitting on her I also don't have a lot of time to just chat and I'm not sure what to say during the small windows throughout the day that I see her I've been watching your videos and I read your book but I'm not sure how to tailor my approach to these kinds of conditions I normally don't flirt with coworkers, but I really like this girl a lot I didn't know if you had any insight into this I'm normally very confident in myself that's in no small part to you oh thanks but this is something I'm not super comfortable with thanks Johnny double date mm-hmm. I suggest a double date because then it's like hey me and this guy and this are you like four co-workers who you know are friends go hang out in a smaller more intimate situation then then you'll actually know if she really cares about you or if it's just a work thing and she just likes being flirty. Interesting. Okay, what do you think, Nikki? I mean, I kind of hear this scenario all the time. They're like, I don't know if they like me, you know, what's going on. I kind of think, well, have you actually done anything yeah. to show them that you're really interested? Because she actually might like him too and she's being flirty. But a lot of girls are like, I'm not going to make the first move. No, I don't want to feel too, uh, you know, I don't want to f- appear too desperate and all of that. So she kind of likes him. He kind of likes her and they're both sitting there scratching their head. Somebody please make a move. Oh, just do and, so what's you know, move? Mm-hmm. Well, I think like ask her out or have the conversation. Be like, I'd, you know, I really like you. I'd love to take you out for a drink. 
at some point you've got to work out which way it's going to turn. Now, you know, you may get rejected and, oh, well, we've all been rejected and we've all survived. Mm -hmm. But unless you were actually making that approach and saying, hey, I'd really like to take you out and going back to, you know, the guy saying, you know, I'm going to come and see you. He's kind of got to maybe do the same. Be like, Mm -hmm. I would really like to take Mm -hmm. you out because otherwise she's not going to know and you're not going to know and you're going to continue to do this blah, blah, flirt stuff. It's so hard to ask a girl too. The best way I've ever been asked out was a guy said, do you like food do you have a phone (laughs) (laughs) and i was like perfect right to the point this is hilarious it made me laugh it said everything he needed to say in that one message it was on facebook it wasn't even like a personal thing so you know if i never responded there was no like face-to-face like you know rejection for him and i was like this is great yeah perfect yes would you be open to okay if you were in the scenario Mm -hmm. with a guy at work Mm -hmm. and a guy were to say to you that you kind of liked exactly what Nikki had laid out would you give a response saying you want to go out with him I don't know would it depends on if I you? liked him would it make you happy I would be flattered yeah I think I would be flattered just as a human not even just as a woman but like uh yeah I mean it's intimidating when a guy asks you it's also a lot harder to say no when someone asks you out direct. to your face he's yeah it definitely direct. has to be more direct the you one know? I hate and, and I feel like this happens a lot oh you know we should catch up for a drink sometime and I kind of go catch up sometime yeah. drink I know you yeah, like this, me but I'm still not going to turn around variables. to you and go mm-hmm. yeah I'm available Wednesday I feel like a guy's gonna go what night are you free this week I'd love, really like to take you out or are you free he, yeah, I options. prefer just like make it easy. Give me a date yes, and no. a time, yeah. and if I and say yes or no, if I if you go, hey, are you free Tuesday night? No, I'm not. Okay, what about Wednesday night? No, yeah. I'm not. Okay, are you, are you free <laughs> in five minutes to go have a pack of M and M's in the break room? You right. know, like whatever oh, it is, so like just be like specific you. because the wishy washy of like like I, I can't even stand it when a guy's like, where do you want to eat? I'm like, gosh, I dang it, just like at say home by myself something. Yeah, alone. That's where I want to eat. Yeah. Like like. <laughs> Just make a decision. It's the sexiest thing in the world when a man mm. takes the initiative. And I think as as women, women are so have been so mean to men to their faces that now they're terrified mm-hmm. to actually be step up and be the man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, we have to reward them for at least coming out and mm-hmm. doing like this manly, awesome thing. Yeah. So, do you think the younger versions of yourself? Not, I'm not saying like mm-hmm. ancient or anything, but I'm saying like the 20 year old version would respond as openly to no. that type of approach. No. I think I would have. I think I don't think I would know what to do with it. It would freak me out. Yeah, it would freak me out. If it was an easy yes or no, like I would never respond to the guys like we should catch up for drinks. But I kind of feel when someone's like, "Are you free for a drink now?" I'm like, "Okay." I probably say yes. yes. Yeah, I probably say yes when I don't actually mean to say yes because I don't know how to say no. I don't know how to say no. (laughs) And then like also like that situation though when I was younger always ended up helping me meet some of the greatest men I ever went out with because initially I would look at him and be like, no, I'm not going out with that guy. Like he's goofy and weird. And then I'd fall in love with him on the first date like because really? he was so funny and like charming and just like makes you laugh. And then all of a sudden it became twice as attractive as you could have ever imagined. And then you don't feel good enough for them. Right. Because you're like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. How come nobody's noticed? And it's like, well, of course I didn't even notice. Right. And sometimes you just have to be put in a situation where you're like on lockdown and you don't have any escape. And then, <laughs> then yeah. all of a sudden you 
you go like, oh, okay, you strip away all your own personal fears and assumptions about what a man should look like or smell like or, you know, act like. And then all of a sudden you're just having a good time. So you're like, this is actually a person that I enjoy. Yeah. So I think the box that I, it sounds like if they're working in retail, they're younger and, um, and you might as well just like, I would say either double day or just make the initiative and say, Hey, I'm off Friday. Like, or look at her schedule. I'm sure you can figure out what, what night she's off. Yeah. I know you're off. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bottom line, he needs to man up. Yes. Because he's yep. in this situ- he's in this limbo yep. situation where he's kind of like, oh, I to what what I'm reading out of it. Right. I yeah. don't know. I don't necessarily want to make things awkward or I don't know if she'll like me or whatever. And you just got to go for it. He's just, yeah. he's just staying safe. You'll get a yes or a no. But either way, you know which direction things are going to yeah. move in. Yeah. And that's fine. But like, yeah, just like being not manning up is like probably the least attractive thing Absolutely. to her yeah. at this moment. Well, it's funny that he's asking for insight because I think he's trying to give us as much information as possible so that we can say, yes, she's into you so that he oh. knows whether or not he can do this. The truth is that we don't know. We have no knows, idea. Yeah. Even like, I think we talked about it on last episode or was it this episode when you were talking about like your flirting signs, Kristen, of oh, like when episode. you're interested. Yeah. 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 Like, like when, if you're interested in somebody, you actually ignore them. You don't look at them and you give them a mean face. It's very, it's very confusing yes. and it's confusing for us to decode as well. I'm very immature. Because we don't know every <laughs> single person, so, you know? Yeah. So. I love all the advice that has been given. I think the double date idea is a great segue. If you're still trying to figure out whether or not you like this girl, you can go on a double date, be around people that you're comfortable around, and then get into a scenario or position yourself in a scenario where you can have more time with the two of you and you can decide whether or not you mm-hmm. do want to further And go invest. do something like go, go to a movie where you can't talk. Like right. go to like Dave and Buster's where you yeah. can all hang out, shoot basketballs and like drink a cocktail at happy mm-hmm. hour, whatever it is. Just have a good time yeah. so that it's like regardless of whether or not you guys end up going on another date, you had a great time. Yeah, exactly. Regardless. And then yeah. you can enjoy yourself. You can enjoy yourself still. regardless of whether she likes you or not. Yeah. And I love the advice that Nikki gave about being direct. Just like saying, yeah. listen, like, I, yes. you're, yeah. you're adorable. I want to go so out with you. Exactly. Yeah. I, I appeal to that side. No, so mm-hmm. so do I. But as you were saying before, like my younger self would have been honestly, yeah. my current self would be freaked out by that, and I would say yes to somebody I didn't want to say yes to. But it can always turn out into something wonderful, mm-hmm. like what Sarah was saying. So all around, and guys don't really understand that concept because they are much more looks based mm-hmm. than than women, where yeah. women can grow feelings, where yes. guys just have a feeling of a penis thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, Getting yeah. hard. The penis thing. Generally, <laughs> yes. no, it's just a penis. Just a penis, penis thing. thing. All right, it's a penis Wha- thing, okay. baby. <laughs> Are we still going? Yes, yeah. we're still going. Oh, okay. It's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, wait. How much more it time did kind of feel like Yeah, I thought I had to. Yeah. I don't know. I'm like, I, today I'm cutting people off very quickly, so I apologize for that. Uh, dear Carney and Marnie, uh, I met this girl on Tinder and we started texting. I was very clear on what I wanted, that being uh, that what, oh, last one. Okay. That being that what I wanted was to meet in person and I wouldn't have time over the summer due to my job. While she proceeded to break plans with me three times and I stopped contacting her. Well, a year goes by and she contacts me again by digging up our old Tinder Tinder conversation and says she wants to play more games. I told her that I was not into games and didn't like being lied to. My question, why do women act like this with the games? I'm not sure if he's talking about like an actual. They're bored. Yeah, they're yeah. bored. They're bored. Completely. Or needing attention or something. Yeah. 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 They're not getting attention yeah. from somewhere. So they want a distraction. they're getting a distraction. It's just like if you ever played solitaire on your phone, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. 
I like, must admit, I'm guilty of this. It's like when you break up with someone and you're kind of like single yeah, and you're thinking, digging, digging. Let, let's go. Who was it that was after yeah. me a while ago? I feel what like. Was his name? Yeah. What was his oh, name? What was his name? Hey, there's like how no, are you? Yeah. No connection. Especially yeah. if you want that validation and yeah. you know, all that yeah. sort of thing. I do that when I'm getting down on myself. I'm like, who can I reach out to right now? Yeah, yeah. Everybody does back. it. It's like a sure. normal human reaction yeah. to mm-hmm. to not feeling good enough about who you are, where you are at that moment. But like, Which is she's dangerous. not. That's why she's doing it. Uh, just, um, it, I wouldn't ignore her. I would just be like, don't contact me again. That way you're not even leaving a window open. Yeah. You know, is that what to say? I'm in. Well? I'm. I'm uh, seeing someone right now. I can't talk to you. Whatever it is, okay. you know. No, good advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I or think just so. to ignore it. Because but, if she keeps contacting, if he doesn't put up a boundary, then she's gonna just keep reaching out and doing the same game playing, and like that is not. Yeah, that doesn't. It's not good for your psyche. Yeah, I think she's. You know, depending on what he's looking for in a relationship, she's probably not. You know, it if it's going no. to be anything, even well, no. even short term. Like I wouldn't want to do anything with she literally said she seems... wanted to play games <laughs> she actually said yeah. she was a little yeah. unstable yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, but i don't know is she talking about like world of warcraft or something you're not supposed to admit like that stuff like i didn't think you were actually supposed to admit when you want to play games aren't you just playing games and then someone accuses and you go no i wasn't playing games yeah that's part of the game can someone please tell her what the rules are of the game yeah very strange okay so for for joe who's a long-time listener our advice is just cut this girl off yes he's no good for you goodbye exactly waste of our time Okay. <laughs> now I'm looking to David. Do we have time for one more? We went, we went through that fast. Okay, good. I want to I want to get more answers because we you guys are giving really good answers. So let me get to a shorter one. Okay. Like just cutting everyone off though. Like, no, get rid of them. No, get rid of them. <laughs> no, She's but not that's into a, you. sometimes it's better when it's like a clear cut response. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, you have to I leave? have to go. Yeah. So what I'm going to. Well, I'm sorry. I, I know, yeah. I know. We kept you longer. I know. It's okay. okay. Well, t- this just is tell so much fun. How this is a good thing to do on a you. date because then you make yourself look really valuable. I know. Yeah, I gotta go. Exactly. I'm playing a game. It's Sarah Tiana um, at Twitter at Sarah Tiana. Sarah with an H. Tiana with a Tiana. Very Perfect. easy. Cool. <laughs> Thank you for coming. <laughs> <on the show. laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's ask this one final question and then. We'll do the same for you and you guys to can tell people where to get information on you. Hey, guys, I have a question that if you could answer, I would really appreciate it. If there are a group of girls in a group and one is your type or you feel you have a connection with her, how do you approach her and not make it look like you're interested in her friends? I just feel like a buck when I do that. Your feedback would be most appreciated, Phil. So what's a buck? Do you I have no I idea. Know. Like, I think it's like a dickhead. Like a, okay. I don't want to yeah. look like a tosser. Maybe sure. he was Assuming. on his phone. Yeah, um, it's, I'm, I'm enjoying this because I get all the Australianisms yeah, back I've we, missed for the last three months. I'll trans. I'm going to translate. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I just, I'm confused as to why the friends are involved in this situation. If he's really into one girl in a group, I just feel like why are we incorporating the friends? It's like, yes, at a certain point we want the friends to like you because they're yeah. obviously going to turn around to your the other girl that you like and go, hey, he's a really great guy and stuff like that. But I think you're if you like someone, your attention should be on the person that you yeah, like. Yeah, but the, the fine line that they walk is making mm. the other friends feel bad that he's not interested in them because it makes yeah. maybe the friends feel like the ugly ones or the less attractive cool. ones. And so we've kind of gotten questions like this before. Because yeah. so so what's the best way I mean, to approach I've been a group? In that scenario, like, in, I mean, more in high school where I was always like the third wheel where mm-hmm. like I was friends with a super pretty girl and the boys would come around me to try to get to her. And it was really hurtful and it damaged my psyche. And so I can see why guys might want to well, walk I, around. Well, that. I still maintain that you've got to focus on like, you don't want to then be too friendly to the other girls because you don't want them to think that 
you are just kind of talking to them and getting friendly to get to their friend. I think mm. if you're at a bar, buy them all a cocktail and sit next to the one that you like and talk to her. Like there's a way of being polite to the other friends, but you don't want to appear to be using them because mm. that's when it will suck as, you know, as the woman and you'll go, oh, well, you're just being nice to me. And you'll go through that stage of, I thought he liked me. Actually, no, he's rejecting me for my pretty friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show. We also had Sarah Tiana on the show. She was fantastic and funny and awesome thank you guys for listening to this show every single week and keeping us on the air you are a fantastic wonderful audience please keep sending us questions so we can ask them on the air uh write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com new episodes of our podcast come out every week on thursday afternoon but don't waste your time downloading single episodes please go and click subscribe and also give us a five-star rating Please, even if you hate us, just give us a five-star rating. It would be nice of you to do if you listen to the show. And then also uh, for your Kickstarter. Yes, please go to Indiegogo and um, contribute to my my short film. It would be amazing. I would thank you from the bottom of my heart. Our music ran out, um, but that's okay because my voice is like music. Yeah, they're like, wrap it up, wrap it up. Um, But please, whatever you can, donate. That would be amazing. Um, It would contribute to me following more more of um, my heart right now um, with getting the short film off the ground um, so uh, that's um, the movie is friends quote unquote um, and it'll be on my Twitter and my um, Facebook which is uh, Twitter's Kristen Carney K-R-I-S-T-E-N C-A-R-N-E-Y and Facebook is Kristen L as in Larry but that's not my middle name Carney it's Lee I always say L as in Larry when I say my middle name because I'm obsessed with Larry David but anyway thank you if you do I appreciate it. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you.